Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I don't feel like people ding-dong poop ditch or whatever it's called anymore. Well, the ring cameras kind of messed that up. People get shot these days doing that. You can't poop on a porch Dude. like you used to, you know? Like the Bring good back old the days. good old days. Yeah, that's right. You didn't poop on a porch. You pooped in a bag, and then you put it on a porch, and you set it on you fire. You lit it on fire, yeah. You can't poop porch flame anymore like you used to. Well, <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You got stuck in some conversation with some older gentleman. <laughs> so how did you get did out you of it? you eventually just have to uh, push him down a flight of stairs? Um, there's a turn-off button yeah. on old people. Or you can grab both suspenders and just launch them backwards (laughs) like a slingshot. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Play this on the air, you f***ing bitches, you damn idiot. We don't give a what you got to talk about. We listen to f***ing radio to listen to f***ing music. F*** you. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, look, I really like DraftKings a lot as an app, and I think that they do a pretty good job on their daily fantasy side as well as the sports betting side. But who in the hell thought that this was a good idea? Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I'm so, so nervous. They uh, had to apologize earlier this week after releasing a parlay bet in commemoration of 9-11. <gasps> they, they took to X and they say, we sincerely apologize for the featured parlay that was shared briefly in commemoration of 9-11. We respect the significance of this day for our country and especially for the families of those who were directly affected. So they were encouraging people to make a combination parlay of the New York Jets, the Yankees, and the Mets that they would each win their respective game that okay. day. Okay. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. I was thinking it was going to go a totally other way than sports for some reason. I didn't know where we were going with this. But no, okay, but, so but, it's at least still sports. Uh, yeah, but like I get that you're trying to... Trying to find whatever's popular and then latch onto that at the time because that's what everyone's yeah, talking but I mean, about. We but don't like, we don't make uh, terroristic you know uh, casualties of the United States into a betting a promotion. What? Yeah, that's not. So great. what did they call it? Like the nine eleven bet? It was called the never forget bet. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, no, I know it's no, still not good, but no. it's it's way less bad than I whenever you said they were doing a 9-11 bet, what I was imagining in my head, because it could have gone way worse. So it was between, what did you say, the Jets? Yeah, all the New York teams okay. to, win, to, to win their game that day. So, you know, again, it could be worse, but again, like still somehow too soon, you know? Some, uh, some good news today as well. Uh, after, and I cannot believe that Delta did this, they lost a woman's dog. For three weeks. I would be... <laughs> what? No air, no airline would see the sky. Like, I would... I Personally would be, ground all flights? I mean, imagine. I mean, you're already nervous enough to put your dog in the undercarriage. Yep. And then, or your luggage, let alone your dog, making sure that it's going to be going to the right place. And there are so many steps you have to take in order to take your dog into the other undercarriage of the airplane. And for them to lose this woman's child slash pet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people don't have kids. They have pets. For three weeks? I guess the staff opened the kennel and the dog took off running across the runway. Why would they ever open the kennel? Uh, that's a great question. But they open it and this dog is running across the runway and so you're like, oh my God, my dog got smushed by a plane. Found it three weeks later. I guess it was hiding near the North Cargo Facilities. Still on the airport Scared grounds. But that death. poor little six-year-old pooch had to have been terrified for weeks what kind of wild. dog was this? It was a small dog. I don't know exactly what it is. It looks like maybe like a Chihuahua mix or something like that. But uh, little little teeny dog, and yeah, must have been absolutely mortified. Oh my gosh, the drugs that dog's gonna be on. Yeah, <laughs> let me get that catnip, yo. For real, man. I mean, because you see dogs all the time that are scared of fireworks. Right. Can you imagine all of the loud noises? <laughs> Poor baby. Yeah. But thank goodness they uh, they found it. Let's get things going, Dave Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. What is it about certain drinks that have just a certain connotation with them? And when I say certain drinks, that can be really anything, right? I mean, like, there is a certain vibe that drinking the county coffee, a.k.a. Mountain Dew, has to it. The Dr. Pepper also had a certain vibe uh, in in college for me because that's what uh, they were landmines, if you will. My roommate always used them for spit bottles and would leave them laying around. Not that I would, like, grab a used Dr. Pepper and take a pull of it anyhow, but there was a couple of people who came into the room. I did. Pepsi. Yeah. 
I took a swig out Did of the Pepsi. Oh Yeesh. my God, you're literally, I'm like shivering right now thinking about it. <laughs> oh. I can, oh my God. But when it comes to the alcoholic drinks, I mean, we've talked about like the the one booze that we've had that made us violently ill and you just can't have it anymore. But what is with Twisted Tea being at the center of mayhem constantly? Because they're affordable. You can get them in 40s. You okay. can get them at the gas station. Okay. So like just you could be as grimy as you possibly want with a, with a Twisted Tea. And usually all kinds of things are happening at gas stations where the best weapon of choice when you already got it in your hand is to smack somebody upside the head with a Twisted Tea. We see a lot of people getting smacked upside the head with a Twisted Tea. I feel like Twisted Tea really took over right where Four Loco left off. Well, and uh, the Seltzer game, too. They're more, yeah. they're pretty much more popular than White Claws were at one point. So we've talked about the villages a lot on this show and just what a magical place it is. Absolute total mayhem in the villages, it seems, all of the time. This guy, whose name is Josh Carmona, he's 37 years old, lives in the villages, was found shortly before 7 a.m. on Saturday, slumped over the wheel of his 2002 Dodge Caravan. (laughs) Keys were in the ignition, so a deputy knocks on the van's window, wakes him up, and he appeared to be dazed with slurred speech. There was an unopened raspberry twisted tea can, which was still cold to the touch, they said, was found (laughs) under the van's driver's seat, so I guess he kind of accidentally kicked it under there. There was also a grocery bag with five empty Twisted Tea cans oh, in the van. That guy's ah. got a freaking, well, I was going to say a tolerance. Clearly not if he's slumped over his Dodge, but um, dang, five Twisted Teas? You want to hear, it gets wilder. So he in addition, himself? Holy liquid. In, in addition to these five Twisted Teas that he had in the vehicle, they also found a crystal-like substance oh, that was no. found in pla- plastic bags and it tested positive for fentanyl and bath salts. What a weird combo. Right? I mean, I'm not judging you for, like, what you mix your stuff with. I mean, I am if it's bath salts. But, I mean, first of all, it's 2023. Who's doing bath salts anymore? Right. Like, what are you doing? I mean, we learned that that one guy was out here chomping on faces from the bath salts. I actually think that ended up being a rumor. They came out with more information about that. But we're still going to stick with it for the story. (laughs) Like, that's the most anti-bath salt tale I've ever heard. Yeah, like, you shouldn't take bath salts because you might want to chew off your your neighbor's face, which is uh, unfortunate. But, I mean, what kind of high do you end up with after five twisted raspberry teas and bath salts, man? You end up passed out in a gas station parking lot just before 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Loser. Rough night. Dave. Dave at at Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. On this past Friday, I had gone to court because I received a ticket for distracted driving for simply holding my cell phone in my hand. The sun was hot that day, and I didn't want the cell phone to get beaten by the sun, so I held it in my hand, and I was going to stick it in the glove box. But needless to say, I was pulled over and received a citation for distracted driving. Yesterday, as I was coming back from town, there was this lady with her kennel on her lap, a whole bunch of yap, yap, yap dogs. Is that not distracted driving? Needless to say, I it cost me $255 uh. for simply holding a phone in my hand. I've seen people hold beverages in their hand. But irregardless, I had to pay the fine or lose my driver's license. Message deleted. Or lose your license? That's pretty bad. I mean, that's pretty heavy if you don't have any points. So, on Audrey, your license. being a, a ticket sister, do you want to share your story? <laughs> so, I was recently pulled over, like, not even 12 hours after getting my new car. And I was driving and playing around with the cruise control settings. Mm-hmm. Got pulled over for speeding. Like, yeah. I was I was in shock. I was in awe. I am a woman who didn't cry. You're a literal woman. What was I supposed to do? You know? <laughs> you don't know how, how fast you'd be cruising. You ain't got no control over that cruise. No, man. I mean, I and I truly had been going because the way that my car is set up, it was set up to where um, if I'm behind someone, it takes like three car paces back. So I had just been at like 60 mm-hmm. in a 65. So I was just confused. Whatever. I mean, I was speeding. So I'm not going to sit here and argue that I wasn't, but I was playing around with the settings, got pulled over again, not even 12 hours I got after I got the car. And Good start. just went to go do my traffic school. 
went to go log on yeah. and I was two days late. I didn't know you had to do traffic school seven days before your court hearing. It doesn't say that anywhere on like the ticket or anything? No, it really? doesn't. Yeah. And the awesome officer told me I had up until the 11th to do my traffic school. And you didn't do it in time. Well, well. would you have done it a month before, Dave? It's four Absolutely and a half hours. Absolutely not. In <laughs> exactly. fact, I wouldn't be doing it to begin with. I'd just be like, I'm going to hate paying this fine, but I'm not going to sit through traffic school. Well, I think I still, well, it's for the points and for uh, my uh, insurance. Yeah. I don't want those points, yeah. whatever those are. I'm still learning. What's a point? <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm just a girl. How am I supposed to know what points are? 32, lady. I have not had a traffic ticket in forever. Like, what do you mean? The last time I got pulled over for speeding, I was 17. Yeah, welcome back. Okay, what are more annoying, ads on TV or ads on streaming services? I think some of these YouTube ads are the most annoying ads I've ever seen. Message deleted. You know what's wild to me is that if I'm watching, like, ads on the radio don't bother me at all. No, because they're different. Ads on TV during sports programming, specifically, don't bother me at all. Because they're but funny. if I'm watching just regular programming, if it's, like, live news, same thing, that doesn't really bother me. That just kind of is what it is. But if it's, if I'm watching, like, a sitcom or a movie or something like that and it has ad breaks in it, that drives me crazy. I don't know why. Well, whenever I was a poor, poor girl, and mm. I had Hulu with ads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same two ads over and over uh, and over again. Every time they would put the t- the ads back up, it would be like the same freaking commercial over and over again. Or whenever you're on Hulu or YouTube, it's the same political ad over and over. God, you just triggered a memory of oh. just nothing but political ads. You're like, shut We're up. We're about to be in the throes of it again, who man. Who hasn't decided who they're voting for at this point? What do you mean? It's still a year out. <laughs> I feel like we are just in it. We're yeah, just now I in know. it. We're not even started yet. We're going to get those texts again, too. Oh, the texts. Coffee, tea, or alcohol in the morning? I say coffee and a little bit of Bailey's because I work with kids. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I got a drink. Just kidding. Um, when I come home, I do have my coffee and Bailey's. So, yep. Message deleted. You know, we never really were privy to it when we were young because we were young. But, like, there was definitely days where the teacher had something extra in that mug, right? And when they rolled that TV in to let you watch a movie when you were in grade school, it's because they were dreadfully hungover. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember one of my teachers actually sleeping on their desk during the movie, and I was just like, boy, they just must be tired. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know <laughs> you don't as a know. kid. Yeah. I had a teacher who told us, Mr. Adams, Coach Adams, that he was quitting dipping. Yeah, that's how you know where I lived. <laughs> He's quitting dipping. He it? said- Hold on, announcement, y'all. <laughs> lights off Yeah. in the in the room. like Because he was quitting because dipping? Because he has, I guess, his headache or something what was so horrible. And I mean, I'm sure it was booze, too, let's be real. But he was like- I am quitting dipping. I am going to be miserable, which means you're going to be miserable. Awesome, coach. So all we did was workbook work. And if in the dark, I, in the dark, like we all had flashlights out. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like some of us were dorks and then there's like keychain flashlights yeah. just in case. Well, you needed it. But Coach Adams. Yeah. But if he was ever really angry, he was the desk thrower or the dime thrower, like whatever change he had in his pocket. If we were talking. He just straight to the him. temple. Timmy was never the same, man. Oh, man. This is David Mahoney. Audrey, I've got a uh, betting proposition for you. What do you think the odds are that the cabinet guy is going to show up today like he said he was? I and think that I'm going to take the not showing up, whatever that would so be. I'm an underdog to get this actually done today. Got it. Uh, I think that's I mean, fair. I hope that for you. No, I, he said he was showing up today, so we'll see. Uh, we got the house on May the 15th, and I'm no math wizard, but that's like... <laughs> Five months ago. Dang, dude. Yeah, and we have been without a kitchen since day one. And you were doing air fryer eggs in your bathroom. I was talking to my wife about that last night, asking her the same question, like, do you think this dude's going to show up today? Because it's been a long time, and it's been a lot of this, like, oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. coming this weekend, and then, ah, something came up. You know, anyone that's been through the, the home construction stuff and has dealt with contractors that you that you know, but you don't know that well, yeah. like, that's, that's where we ran into a buzzsaw. Um, but uh, yeah, my wife was like, how long was that that we had the air fryer and the 
mini fridge and the Keurig in the master bathroom. And I'm like, like I two don't, months ago. I don't know. I'm like, that could have been for three weeks or for four months. Like time has just been so weird when everything is in limbo. You really take for granted just having, I don't know, an oven. Yeah, which you still don't have. Still don't have that. That's on some boat somewhere coming from wherever that my wife ordered it from. Well, what's pretty wild to me, because whenever we have conversations about this, a lot of people, well, we had one lady who was like, you brought this upon yourself. I'm sure you went to the most expensive person and you didn't even know him or something like that, or the cheapest person cheapest and you person. didn't even know him. Like, no, this person's I mean, like, done some work for us before. Yeah, and he it, the, vetted him. The, the previous experience was much better. But I stopped. get that it's not fun, but like it's not cheap either yeah. to get cabinets done. Anyone that's been through this process knows that. I mean- you know, we paid him forty thousand dollars. You put that on money. layaway. <laughs> it's like on layaway. Can you just can you, can you use like a prepaid debit card or something like that? <laughs> you serving them bad checks? <laughs> Changing a number or two on the routing and accounting number. Nah, man, it's uh, it's been a mess. But he is supposed to be showing up today, so I'm doing this thing where I keep checking the the cameras on the exterior of the house to see if there's like any motion or. You should anything. have his location. <laughs> I should make him share his location. You should, man. I mean. It's like you're being ghosted by a bad boyfriend. That's exactly what it is. Like you're making up excuses that I know are, are just not true. Like you first you went with like your grandma died, and then it was oh you got COVID, and then oh your guy didn't show up. I'm like, so you're telling me that you've been sitting at your warehouse for four hours waiting for this guy to show up for two months, and he just didn't show up again today. What a what a weird mm. turn of events. So it really is a bummer, man. I mean, yeah. when do you when do you have the breakup text? Like, when do you say, hey, man, like, I'm really disappointed in you? It's such a specific thing, though, that if I piss him off, he's probably not going to finish the rest of the job because he's he's probably been paid too much of the balance. Like, we only owe him, like, a couple more thousand dollars. Well, but, I mean, you can tell him that you're really disappointed in the business transaction and, and... It's still, I mean, I think that he would still come. He has to. He's obligated to. Yeah, you'd like to think so. But what? Then I'm going to, if he doesn't, I'm going to go chase him down in court and hire a lawyer. And like, I don't think he would not show up for you just being like, hey, man, like I'm really disappointed in the fact that you're not holding your end of the bargain. I mean, from a man to man sort of situation, I don't really know how that goes. Because, I mean, I feel like anytime women have confrontation, it does not equal this. But men love to say that they just look at each other in the eyes and shake each other's hands. And that's just how business is done. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. It's not working. So now I've got to get right, my saying, drunk so brother do? to go over to his warehouse and rough him up or something. <laughs> you know the songs. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Cover Your Ears. On Dave and Mahoney. Pat is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Pat? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. So you should know these songs because they're some of the biggest rock songs ever recorded. You're trying to figure it out, though, and it can be a little challenging because they're covered, and some of the covers are pretty interesting interpretations. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. There are some lifelines available if necessary, but good luck to you. Maybe you won't even need them. Here we go. Well, I beat the drum. And hold the phone, the sun came out today. We're born again, there's new grass on the field. Around in third, I'm headed for home. It's a brown eyed, handsome man. Anyone can understand the way I feel. Open me, coach, I'm ready to. Oh boy. Only 22 views on that bad boy. Do you know it? I believe in center field, the baseball tune. Mm-hmm. Do you know who oh, sang that, that song? Uh, Fogarty, right? Yeah, there you go. Well done. Whew. Here we go on to song number two. This one, 315 views. Some folks can't hold out that long. But nobody wants to go home now. There's too much going on. This night is gonna last forever. Last all, last all summer long. Sometime before the sun comes up, the radio is gonna play that song. That is by an artist known as Tarly Twos. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, you got it? It's the Eagles. I need a lifeline on the artist. Are you sure? I mean, uh, the song, I mean, the title. You got um, three more songs to go. You could take the half point, or I can help me, you. I do know all it. All right. Uh, let, let, let me just play this last part of the song for you one more time. The radio is going to play that song. 
Cardiac tonight? Yeah, there you go, brother. Well done. <laughs> it's just the way he was singing it. I couldn't figure it out. That's yeah. the hard part that about is. this game. Yeah, this next one, not much more popular. This one's got 372 views. Let the sun take you away. what they play at guantanamo bay right like I that is so. awful on uh pat what do you got uh magic carpet ride yep Steppenwolf, i believe yeah there you go. well done you're doing great man you got three for three lifeline still intact you can actually win it right here and this one is the most popular one of the day Two hundred and eighty-seven thousand views oh on this wow one. here we go So, Pat, Yuck. I should tell you that that is the artist that's singing that is Courtney Love. Like the, the actual Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Yeah, not somebody what? pretending to be Courtney Love. I think that may have been during some of the under she the influence years. She sounded super sober, yeah. So sober. I thought that was during her sober era. But Pat, you can win it right now if you can get this. I didn't know it until the last part there. I think this uh, Jeremy, Pearl Jam. There you go, brother. Well done. Lifeline still in the bag. Four for four. Really nice job. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I got some bad news. Another Chris is off the market this time. Chris Evans is the latest to get married. Meh. Uh, uh, whatever. You don't care. I don't care at really, all. There's, so, uh, there's some girls that I see on social media that we're talking about how they're unwell now and you know, send a wellness check, do not resuscitate, all that stuff. He is my least favorite. Really? Chris. Oh, I'll take Pine over Evans all day. And Pine's kind of low, low on the Chris for me, too. And Hemsworth? No, not... oh, he's my number one. Oh, he is number one. Look at him. Yeah, I don't know. He's four. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Like, yeah. he's the top tier Chris. I don't care if he's like the like most mediocre like actor ever. Like, he's just nice to look at. So, Chris Evans, 42 years old, who obviously played Captain America. Uh, he just married a 26-year-old Portuguese actress. She's they beautiful. got married on Saturday at a private estate in Cape Cod. The couple kept their wedding quiet with guests signing NDAs and forfeiting their phones. And it kind of sucks to have to do that, but I think I'd rather do that than have somebody in there, like, leaking out, you know, pictures that we don't want released. You see people who want, who are just regular amongst us in the public, who want a no-phone wedding. Yeah. Because you spend thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a photographer only to have Meemaw up in the front with her iPhone 4. Taking some taking crappy picture crap and then posting it online. You're before like, Before you even get to post yours. You're like, yeah, can like, I get the, like, the professional photos taken? Yeah, that makes sense. That's garbage. Makes sense. Meemaw, put your phone away. Uh, so Josh Jamal is about to be a dad again. So him and Fergie, if you recall, they had a baby 10 years ago. Um, little Axel. Uh, but now him and his new wife are expecting a little one in the coming months. So they've, uh, they posted a, a photograph of their sonogram, a, a white flower in the caption of Baby Dumel coming soon. And I think they were trying to, I mean, is sonogram spelled the same as sonogram? I think, I prob- think they were doing like a little play on words. I think probably both. I don't know how sonogram is spelled, and it's very rude of you to ask me. Okay, let me look um, it up. Because why would I know? That you're the one with four kids. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not spelling it. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> I look. There's so many words in the English language that we just say but have no clue how to spell. It, it is spelled the same. It it's, is. Yeah, it's not. It's not the play on words at all. I'm an idiot. They didn't even capitalize son. <laughs> no. No. Oh man. No, okay. That's on. well. Uh, good for them. And you. You taught me two things. Uh, one, Josh Demel is remarried. I did not even know yep. that him and Fergie were divorced. Yeah, yeah. Long and he's time. remarried. <laughs> yeah, quite some time um, And now man. he's going to be a father again. Yeah. I didn't know he was alive still. Like uh, all of these things. Still alive. Yeah, still going. Still procreating out there. How about Good it? for him.
Uh, and the Brady, Bow- B- Brady Bunch house has sold for a bunch of money, but for a lot less than they wanted. So if you remember, uh, the Brady Bunch house is the actual house that they, you know, they used, and they did a whole like renovation inside. Yeah, HGTV did to make it look like the actual set. And you're Which, like, who's going to buy that? Who would want to buy that to actually live in an right? Airbnb? And and that's exactly what happens. So I guess there's some uh, wealthy home collector. Her name is Tr- Tina Trahan. She's married to an ex. HBO chief and they buy really expensive property together. They bought it for $3.2 million. HGTV originally listed it after that renovation for $5.5 million. Ooh, she got a deal. She was pumped. But yeah, I mean, because she's not going to actually have to live in it. And like you said, the market of people that would actually want to live in that, pretty small. But if you just like have the house and then Airbnb it out, making an experience, sure. I'm not even really sure. And sorry for everyone who's a huge Brady Bunch fan. (laughs) I'm not even sure if that would be on my top list of TV homes that I would even care about. I mean, maybe the full house home. And that I think that that's even still kind of dated. Full House, the uh, the Home Alone Home Alone House, Alone house yeah. would be number one yeah. because it's still relevant. I mean, yeah. I don't know anyone who's probably under the age of I swear, probably thirty, who knows what the Brady Bunch House is, and that's only because they made a movie for us in like the late nineties. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like the Brady Bunch has that like cult following like no. a lot of other shows do. No. Um, so yeah, it kind of makes sense that it only went for. Only went for 3.2 I feel million. like that's even too much. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love. Hey, baby, you want Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love sometimes in all the wrong places. They take it to Craigslist because they had that encounter in public and they didn't shoot their shot properly. And they're thinking, hey, this person that I saw out in public that's obviously very, very attractive to me, certainly they are on Craigslist also looking for me too, right? Mm, Certainly. Mm. Uh, This first one is entitled Girl Out of Gas. This is a man for a woman. I was the man who gave you gas and bought you a Snickers and some water. You were really cute. Sorry, I was too busy to chat. Hit me up. Oh, my gosh. Like, brother, you had your opportunity. You're buying this girl gas, Snickers, and water, and you didn't shoot your shot then because you were too busy? Also, you're not her father. I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I got you some gas, a Snickers, and a water, and patted you on your head, and now I'm thinking about you. Like, quit being a... They stop. Just stop buy her a Snickers and leave her alone, man. Like, or just, like, don't do any of those things. Well, I mean, look, I'll take some free gas and some free Snickers at this point. Sure, but I, I don't And honestly, know. I'll give you whatever you want for it. It's, gas is expensive. Uh, this <laughs> next fair, one... actually. I retract my statement. ...is a woman for a man. It's entitled Blushing. I miss how you'd make me blush when you glanced and winked at me. Then you called me your ebony queen. I'd wink back and say, thanks, Vanilla King. A toast to more senior moments. Listen closely. Not looking for junk pics or hookups. This is about something deeper with my Vanilla King. That's racist. I feel like you can't say this kind of stuff. It's 2023. You can't be calling people Vanilla King. Well, what if he likes that? Also, does it does it ever work to wink at people? Like, the whole idea of, like, somebody winking at me and me being like, is just, and me winking at somebody, I should, I'll go to jail. Well, I mean, I feel like I wink on my stories. If I'm, uh, ever, if I'm ever doing, like, do a, do hey, that? my makeup looks really good story. Yeah, but do you do that in person? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be really weird if you did. You're doing it right now? It's super weird. No, stop that. I'm going to I'm gonna call the cops on you. I'm not I'm winking going. at you. I'm winking in, like, I'm looking literally out the window trying to wink. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really have the same effect, huh? No, it does not. <laughs> uh, this next one is entitled Jim, 87109. Very handsome white dude with amazingly muscular hairy legs. About 5'9", late 40s, question mark? Your locker was next to mine, so we started talking about the Women's World Cup. I completely understand your physique, and you told me that I didn't look my age. Yes, I'm 53. You undressed completely and walked naked to the showers, and that's where we parted. If you see this, hit me up. Uh, why is it always got to be a bathhouse thing? Good, well, good for them. Yeah, Whatever they're yeah. And last but not least, it's entitled Cowboy Chatting with Older Heavyset Lady at County Fair. Oh, don't even read it. <laughs> Are you is, kidding me? This is a woman for a man. We chatted about our kids and grandkids. We had a great chat until the spouses returned, and then uh, we parted ways. Oh, Let's God, be monogamy. honest with ourselves. We wanted to maul each other behind the slushy truck. We're too old not to enjoy ourselves <laughs> and act on our bodily urges. I know you felt the same way. If you see this by chance and want to chat some more, let me know. 
Nothing more romantic than the slushy truck. I like that she refers to herself as an older heavyset lady. Meanwhile, she's like, take my slushy big old cowboy. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. morning guys so in the morning eat breakfast and then in the afternoon we eat lunch and in the meal in between is called brunch but what's the meal is dinner i don't know what do you guys think all right bye message deleted called snack and breakfast is called coffee and lunch is called maybe you don't eat a proper (laughs) breakfast why it's I don't really get super hungry until about after the show. So, I mean, I might have a banana or I might have like an apple. I don't know why I said that. I've never eaten an apple in my life. (laughs) Or I might eat like an orange, you know. Uh, Otherwise, I'm not. I get tired after I eat. Like I get. Even in the morning, huh? Yeah. I mean, if I'm eating like what I want to eat for breakfast, you know, like biscuits and gravy. Oh. True Southern. Southern over here. She's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all my calories in before 8 a.m. <laughs> and then take a bear snooze yeah, for the rest right. of the day. Please leave a message after the tone. In your opinion, what would you say is the most quotable movie of all time? Now, Audrey will get me when I say it has to be the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Message deleted. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I uh, slide in SpongeBob's quotes a lot, and nobody gets them, and except for the people who are about my age, I think. But what it's about funny because I, I feel like Dumb and Dumber for me with the growing up, like Anchorman, there was a lot of that that, mm. that got quoted. But um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, Mahoney said this before, I, I completely agree. Like my significant other, my wife, getting my humor mm-hmm. is what makes us compatible. She understands your humor? Yeah, like okay. we enjoy laughing together, right? Like if, if she ever dumped me and I had to start dating somebody that did not get my era of jokes because they were younger or older... That would be devastating to me. See, it's funny because my I crack jokes all the time, and my boyfriend doesn't really laugh all of the time, but when he laughs, oh, it feels so good. You get him good, huh? Oh, my gosh. The yeah. other day, I said something, and it made him laugh so hard, he spit water out. Wow. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm the champ. Woof. I mean, like, it's so funny, too, how that works, because it's like I'm always pining for attention, right? Yeah. So, like, I'll go out into public, and I'll just be cracking jokes to strangers, and I'm like, hey, 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 funny. And then my boyfriend's just like stone cold face until I until it really is so funny, I him. guess. Yeah. yeah. So it just makes me feel like is everybody else just liars? Yeah. Do you think your wife kind of is like that too? Do you think no, she yeah. kind of cracks up just to kind of sure. appease you? I've we've had this conversation. I don't care if you fake it. <laughs> I don't care. Please leave a message after the tone. Being afraid to check your bank account is the adult version of being afraid to check your grade. Message deleted. I check my bank account like seventeen times a day just to make sure. What? There's nothing. I'm so paranoid about that. that. Well, because you willy nilly give your debit card information to anyone on Instagram or TikTok. I trust the Chinese. Uh, Well, that's (laughs) a good choice. (laughs) Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833 Yo Dummy. That's 833 963 8669. So it wasn't that long ago that Audrey had a question for the audience, and you asked people to call in and give their opinion on a very important subject, and that's whether or not you rolling down your window of your new luxury vehicle and you hawking your <laughs> you, you hawking your gum out the window was littering society or not. I am upset at that. <laughs> I worked very hard to look pretty every day and sit in this chair for oh, that you do? car. I just said I look pretty. I didn't say yeah. I contribute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really did uh, have like a moment where, because I grew up where, I mean, tossing cigarettes out the car window. I know people are going to get so upset at me, but tossing uh, cigarettes out the car window or gum, like that's just what you did because where is I going to, where was anybody in the car? Where do you put that? I'm 10 years, 12 years older than you. And I will say that it's changed so much it since has. we were kids because you're saying, Cigarette butts and gum out the window, totally normal when you were growing up. Like, 
beer cans and styrofoam cups all, all the time. over the streets. See, that's what I think littering is. That like, is, if that is littering 100%, obviously I'm not tossing that kind of stuff out the window. I mean, I've done an orange peel or two, but, you biodegradable know. Biodegradable doesn't count. Um, But I really, in my head, I spit out my gum and I did it the most unladylike way too. I mean, it's just that windows <laughs> rolled down and I went, whoop. See, you, you really got to get that extra oomph behind it, Make sure it, though, it doesn't hit your yeah. back window, man, because <laughs> I've go, done that, too. launch that thing. So, so I'm curious. What are people saying? Well, let's let's have a listen. Uh-oh. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, uh, I'm a pretty much law-on-abiding citizen like most of America. But if you're throwing it out the window or on the ground, I don't care what it is, you are lettering. Message deleted. Mm, okay. If it goes out of your window because you don't want it in the car, tend to agree. It's probably littering. I know. I'll stop. But it was, because I don't ever really chew gum. I really don't. But it was in that moment where I had spit it out the window and I was like, oh, What have I done? What? Is this bad? We're I not mean, done yet. Oh, Please gosh. Yell that. Audrey, what's up with you? <laughs> Is gum littering? Yes, it's littering. Would you throw gum on the floor of your apartment? No, because it's nasty. Put it in a wrapper in your door like the rest of us scumbags that keep all of our trash in the door of our cars. <laughs> Don't throw it outside. Message deleted. Oh, Dude, it, is, reprimanded. it is so funny about the trash in the side of the door because mm-hmm. my wife is notorious about that where, it, you know, she's like, hey, will you, you know, clean out the side of my door while I'm pumping gas or whatever? I'm like, how do you have this much crap in here? It is like an entire trash. There's receipts. There's fast food wrappers. There's things for the kids. There's half-suck suckers, napkins, tops for cups. I'm like, what is happening? Is there anyone on my side, man? Maybe. Let's see. Yeah, good morning. Anything going out the car windows littered, especially gum, it melts on the street. It's all over the side of your car. Hate to burst your bubble. Message deleted. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I get it. But I mean, it's really funny because everyone who's calling in, I agree with you. It's just really interesting that there's no one who's saying, yeah, I have thought the same thing. And I, uh, you know, because no one has your back. No Absolutely no one. No does. one's perfect. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm like out here, like spitting it on the homeless. Like, I mean, Jeez. you know, like I, I had a moment where I spit it out of my car and I had a reflective moment. Because it accidentally landed on a homeless guy. <laughs> on a child. Yeah. <laughs> One last call. Please leave a message after the tone. The gum out the window is definitely a no in my book. Uh, thinking about maybe pedestrian who may not be looking at the ground necessarily. Oh, I don't care about that. They step on it, ruins their <laughs> shoes, ruins their day. Uh, my mother-in-law would do that too, like in my yard. And I have dogs and the dogs would step on it. It'd be a, a gum show, so to say. Yeah, I'm definitely not for the gum being thrown out the window. And plus, like, we're nothing's going to benefit from sticky stuff, I don't think. Like you mentioned bird, fermented breath. Like, I don't even think they could use that in a bird. Nope, that's a no for me. Message so deleted. a lot of things that I say are a joke. Sorry if they kind of <laughs> go over your head because they're real highbrow. Super highbrow. Comedic yeah, genius yeah. jokes over here. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking the birds needed minty gum for their breath, but, um, but I, told, I do get it. I do just, get it. She said something there. Like gum for a bird's nest would be awesome. Stick it straight up yes. together, man. I mean, I am it's the I am helping. It is the concrete of their bird's nest. You know, it's the adhesive to keep the sticks and twigs together for the bird's nest, but, but you know, so, so, I really never thought of others before mm-hmm. in this moment. Yeah, that's, that's important. So, you know, out, yeah. it really is good for me to hear this and think of others. I mean, joking aside, whenever this lady said, and someone can step on it, like I have, I never, who's stepping out in the middle of the street? First of all, if you are, that's on you. Like maybe I'll get just stuck there and then you like you got to learn yeah. where you're jaywalking. So that's <laughs> your fault. You're jaywalking. Yeah, because you didn't spit it in a crosswalk. You're not a monster. <laughs> no, but that, never. That, that does just bring up one. I mean, all, like you said, all kidding aside, uh, why do you hate all pets and pet owners? Usually it's because their dogs aren't cute. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> neither are they. You're listening to Dave <laughs> and Mahoney. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? 
These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? Audrey, we live in the golden age of complaining about things, and that's what the Karen Chronicles are all about. It's just showcasing people that have a little something to add. And you've actually said that you uh, think that it's perfectly acceptable for some of these people to complain. Yes, because some people, depending on which side of the register you're on, there is such a sense of entitlement that sometimes the cashier just needs to check whoever is on the opposite side being the Karen. And sometimes the cashier needs to get checked by the Karen. So I'm here for it on both sides. Okay, this first one here is Crescent City Barbecue and Bourbon. It's in uh, it's in Virginia. It's got 4.1 out of 5 stars. Don't like the name. 1 out of 5 stars. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, Lynn said 5 out of 5. Great place, great food. We enjoyed both of our visits here. The service and meals were great both times. Mm. Noah said 5 out of 5. We took the whole softball team plus family. Families and they handled our large group well, and the food was amazing. Oh, good. Good yeah, food. That's a good review. Karen F said one out of five stars of the four meals we ordered, three of them were terrible. Mac and cheese and cornbread was the first. The mac and cheese lacked any real flavor. The kids ate it, but way too watery. The cornbread was like a gigantic crouton. <laughs> that's so horrible. Okay. Salad topped with brisket, the chunks of brisket on top, nearly 50% fat, and the ranch dressing tasted like the bottled version. W. The pulled pork sandwich I ordered was garbage with a huge chunk of fat mixed in. We couldn't get out of there fast enough. It is evident by the amount of fat in both the brisket and the day's old cornbread. The cooks in the back don't give a damn about providing customers with good food and a pleasant dining experience. Okay, so I don't know if I agree with her anti-wet mac because I love whenever it sounded like goopy sloppy over there but then the it's like it's like cheese water soup but you yeah, I, yeah I kind of like I'm kind of here for that mm-hmm. um also there's different cuts of brisket so if you don't want wet cut if you don't want a literal like fattier piece ask for the lean cut so you're actually on the side of the restaurant yeah here. man Auntie because Karen, you're a freaking okay. barbecue okay. noob out here like absolutely unaware of all of the different types of meat you can have also burnt ends over everything I will scream that till the day I die the final one here is Tavern on Clark in Rockford Illinois it's got 4.4 out of 5 stars and said 5 out of 5 service is great filet and ribeye very good salad was delicious with a creamy raspberry vinaigrette Ooh. Mike said 4 out of 5 Interesting. Uh, a great pub here had a great burger. My wife had the buffalo chicken flatbread. Both were fantastic, as was the service. If we're in the area again, we'll stop by. But only gave it four out of five stars. Well, I mean, huh. because there might have... Five out of five is really reserved for excellence. But see, I'm not doing a, I'm not doing any sort of online review unless it's a one or a five star. That's That's it. super fair. Yeah. I'm not being like, yeah, it was pretty good. But I appreciate yeah. an honest rating. Yeah, I like sure. a four out of five because you got to knock out of the park to be five. Well, Karen did not have a great experience. That one out of five stars, we would have thought that we were going to be a little adventurous and try the deep fried bacon with chocolate drizzle. And it tasted like last night's fish. We both yeah. ordered the prime rib because it was special for Saturday night. It was $29. And the serving was at room temperature. Gross. We had to use a knife to cut it. Unacceptable. This is not prime meat, but choice and not very good at that. The potatoes and vegetables, underwhelming at best. The two cocktails were served. They were too strong. Are they trying to get us drunk so we forget about how awful the prime rib was? This place was a disgrace to the Saturday night prime rib scene. We will not go back. Oh, my God. When have you ever had prime rib that wasn't like... You have to cut it with a knife. But not only that, I've never had piping hot a prime rib ever, no, I don't think. Like you have to warm it up with the au jus sauce. <laughs> yeah. I've know. never, from Easter brunch to Mother's Day, and feeling like that in Christmas, are the only times I've ever had prime rib, and it's never. It's you know absolutely what? cold every time. That's because we don't get it, Audrey, because we're not a part of the Saturday night prime rib team. Whatever that is. Come on, man. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, what did I, do I don't appreciate you. Yesterday, you were encouraging my daughter to get a pet cow instead of like a dog or a cat or something. You were going on about what a great idea it was because my wife had suggested it. I think mostly joking. And then you decided that you were going to take it seriously and you were going to talk about it on the radio. And guess what happened? Up. One of the parents of one of the kids in my oldest daughter's class heard us talking about it and brought it up to her kid when she was picking her up from school yesterday. And she got picked up, I guess, just before my daughter did. And so my daughter came barreling through the door, very excited to hear that we were going to be, in fact, getting a family pet cow. That parent, snitch, 
absolutely a snitch. <laughs> but what? You're the one that brought it up. Well, no, you were the one who brought it up. First of all, okay. I was trying That's to true. make it to where you were going to have solutions to your current problem, which was cow. Um, and the solution that I brought to the table was, first of all, highly intelligent creatures. Um, and you can potty train them. Didn't know that until just yesterday. It takes, I guess, 15 days to potty train a cow, and you can train them so well that they'll actually go use the bathroom. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think that this, of all animals, would be one of the easiest ones to have. I've been getting texts as well for additional suggestions that we could possibly get. And some people think that the, uh, the, the miniature ponies Cute. or the miniature donkeys would be a good idea as well. Oh, yeah, I name it Waffles. Saw the uh, donkey name Waffles the other day online and can't get enough of it. I think that might be the cutest name for a donkey Are ever. you just allowed to have a donkey or a cow if you live in the suburbs like I do? No, I think that your HOA probably has some rules and regulations of um, uh, on uh, some... If not, I need to get on Farm the board life. and make sure that there is regulations, right? Because you can't just be having rogue cows. Well, no, not in a absolutely master plan not. community. No, but I. It would be like your neighbor having a rooster. That would just drive you crazy. One of my neighbors does have a rooster, but they're outside of the actual footprint of the neighborhood, like across the road. So then that's why it's they're like farmland over there, and that that rooster is cock-a-doodle-a-doodle first thing in the morning every day. I had a neighbor who had a rooster. And that thing cockle doodle dude until the first freeze we had. And then that thing started cockle doodle doting. And yeah, I never heard from him again. He didn't make it all that first freeze. You're like, oh, that's a real shame. I mean, because you can't, what do you mean? There has to be rules and regulations for, like, what do you just let it roam out in the backyard? Do you have a house for it? Mm-hmm. So I think Apparently that not. Uh, you need to, yeah, that thing, he gone. Uh, I think that you should get a cow. Mm. I think that this is important for your uh, the development of your children. Oh, do you? Do you? I do. Okay. For them to be able to have a pet is mm-hmm. very important. You being the child development expert that you are. I am. I do. I that, have I read a book. That. Yeah, that's great. You read a book. did my the, own research. You did your own research. Great. Dave Mahoney, hello. Hey, about the pet cows. <laughs> yeah. Opening up the idiocracy for people to have service cows, then they'll be running around in the restaurants. In the airport. (laughs) Can you imagine if I had a little service cow vest for him? I think that that would be the cutest thing I've ever seen. Why is this a complaint? I I find this to be a massive pro for the uh, argument of people having uh, domesticated cows. House cows. Ridiculous. Thanks for the call, man. The service cow. There we go. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a after the tone. Do any of you actually have side hustles? Message deleted. Do we have, have five houses? Who has five houses? Uh, I don't even own one. I have an apartment. If you could have five houses, where would you put them though? Washington State. Okay. Probably in Wyoming because... Wow. Cowboys everywhere. Cowboys Cutie everywhere. Mm-hmm. Probably like Hawaii for some beaching. Okay. Um, maybe the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And Down to your last house. Cho- choose wisely. Maybe like the cliffs in Scotland. Scotland. Back to my heritage. Like a real castle. Are you Scottish? Yeah, Scottish uh, and Irish. Just figured uh, it out and straight up just Did just figure it out? Just English, Scottish, Irish, white. You are the whitest white person that I've ever met. Literally. <laughs> I have, there. there's not an ounce of seasoning in this mayonnaise over here. I'm straight up potato land. I am from the land of overcast. <laughs> what about do- you? Where would you put a house? Uh, I mean, the, the Scottish Cliffs is pretty good, um, but then I would just put the other four in a complex so I could own my entire cul-de-sac. And just have your family live all there, like your kids and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that'd yeah, be so gate fun. Gate it off, turn it into a compound, start to hate the government, you know? <laughs> Jeez. Build them a little militia. I already got all the little fighters. Get kids. Just, just, just gotta go. oozy them up. It's the conspiracy compound. Yeah, they're coming for us. Please leave a message <laughs> after the tone. What's the most ridiculous question you've ever been asked in a job interview? Listen up. I had a person ask me how much I like to drink. It was for an IT job. Message deleted. I don't like to be asked what my weaknesses are because that's always just the most bogus response that everyone just tries to turn into a strength because that's what your coach Don and it's yeah, like, like what's your I'm biggest just too like, big I'm just too care, much of a hard worker I, I care too much about my coworkers. <laughs> you know sometimes I'll even be doing their work for them when I know that I shouldn't be but it's because I just love the corporation so much and Every that's a weakness time. of mine is that I 
Love care too much. Too much. I just never know when to quit. You know, <laughs> I just always give it my all every single day. And sometimes it's at the detriment of me and my mental health, but it's always for the betterment of the company. I, I don't sleep shouldn't, until it's done. But I hate vacations. You know what? I hate personal time off. I never take a, a day off. I'm going to have a baby. I'll be back to work 24 hours later. Take no, no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, that is seriously my least favorite because it's so disingenuous. Like it's just never real. You never, no one's ever going to actually tell you what their weaknesses are. Yeah. Because if I told you that I'm like slightly depressed, like not really that great <laughs> of an employee during the winter time. <laughs> I just kind of check out mentally for like four months and I probably drink too much. For Raging being real. Yeah. bitch during my period. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> like you would not hire I'm not me. say that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta figure that out on your own. Like all of the other employers. <laughs> like every other relationship in my life. I like this to be a Surprise! Ah, oh my crazy. gosh, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> What's going on, Dave Mahoney, Audrey? How we doing? I uh, was listening to an old episode, and uh, you guys were talking about weird stuff your neighbors used to do. I had a neighbor that had a uh, off station in his living room, single man, probably in his 70s. You could see it from the front door every single time you walked in. Thanks. Have a good day. Message deleted. So is this, how did you know that it was a station built for that? Was it just like the surround computer monitors or something like that? Also, dude in his 70s in the living room? Like, have if some decency, man. Put it in an office or something. But, I mean, if it's his own place and he said he was single. But, like, you can't invite people over, obviously, without them knowing what's happening. Clean it up. Oh. How do you know it's that specific station? I think that all guys know. I think that if, if a dude in his 70s has put that much effort into a very specific setup, I would know. You know what? The other day, well, TMI, but uh, the other day, I unplugged like all my Alexas and stuff because I kind of had a moment where I was like, they're listening. <laughs> what were you doing, Audrey? I mean, I was just, you know, perusing as mm, people do, but I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous that... Thought they are going to hear you? The government. <laughs> this is Joe Biden on the other end. Like, I knew it. <laughs> this little hussy. Kept- <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> Time to play Tipsy... through the quad. ...or Toddler <laughs> on Dave and Mahoney. Good morning, everybody. Paul is joining us today for a round of tips here, toddler. Paul, have you spent any time around drunk people or little kids recently? Uh, more little kids. Okay. Well, so recently. there's, yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you have a good grasp on just one of them, it could help you. But we're just going to read you some things that were said by either very drunk people or little kids. You're trying to figure out which is which. It's called Tips Here Toddler. And Audrey and I have been working very hard on our thespian skills. Mm-hmm. And so we're really going to try to knock it out of the park for you today, okay? Okay. All right, here's the first one. Audrey, take it away. Lean on me. Hmm. <laughs> Woo, everybody. All right. I need a hot bubble bath. <laughs> Ow, my head hurts. <laughs> what hurts? My head. <laughs> Paul, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Not easy to start today. Oh. Uh... I think it sounds more like tipsy. Sure does. It is. Well done. Let's have a listen. Lean on me. <laughs> All right. I need a hot bubble bath. <laughs> Ow. My head hurts. <laughs> what hurts? My head. All right, Paul, you're on the board with one. Like well that. done. Yeah, that kind of made me cringe. cringe. Okay. That was very cringe. Here we go on to number two. The only thing, can you call me fiance? Who's that? Sean. Who's Sean? That's my fiance. I've never heard of him. You don't know him? No. I'm going to yell at you. I don't know him. You don't want to know him? No, why? Because I'm going to (laughs) call. Paul, is that tipsy or toddler? (laughs) Wow. Uh... I think I gotta get tipsy. Yeah. I yeah. think you're correct. Well, well done. Baby. <laughs> Can you call my fiance? Who's that? Sean. Who's Sean? That's my fiance. 
I've never heard of him. You don't know him? No. I'm gonna yell at you. I don't know him. You don't wanna know him? Why? Because I'm gonna call him. All right, Paul. You're, oh. you're, you're knocking this dead here. Uh, you can actually win it right here if you get this one correct. Good luck. Okay. What do you like, man? That cookie looks pretty good. What do you want, ma'am? Can I have that cookie? No, that's mine. I have knuckles. There you go, ma'am. Paul tips your toddler for the win. This is impossible. <laughs> uh, I think toddler. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I am thoroughly impressed. Let's have a listen. We like them. That cookie looks pretty good. We like them. Can I have that cookie? No. That might. I have luckily. There you go, ma'am. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, there's just some people who just should not have a driver's license, and this woman would qualify. A Palm Harbor woman was arrested for a drunk driving charge. She was going 115 miles per hour on a bridge. Like, <laughs> what? Okay, so it's the third time in 12 years that this 46-year-old has been arrested on a DUI charge. How? Deputies, How does she still have her license? That's a great question. Deputies noticed she smelled of booze, was unsteady on her feet, had watery and glassy eyes. Breath tests showed that she was double the alcohol count at .19, which is more than twice the legal limit. But you're going 115 miles an hour on a bridge. Like, you do anything wrong, and you are off the edge. It is alarming to me. That I mean, I'm sure she probably really didn't have her license anymore and she just, like, had a car. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's really alarming to me whenever people get drunk and then go fast. Because all I ever do whenever I get drunk is go slow. Just like, whole my body whole just, body just turns yeah. off. Like, I am, if I have a drink at 8, I'm in bed by 8.30. That nice? You know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I just, it's just so weird to me, these type of people. Can't not, understand them. Not quite as weird as this guy, because really can't understand this. So a, a rapper from Nevada was arrested on a murder charge after Las Vegas police say that he confessed to the murder in his song lyrics. Oh, this is there. Yeah, this is Ken becoming Juan a common McDaniel thing. Has been considered a person of interest in a, a death that happened back in 2021 as part of the connection because there's a vehicle that matched the description of one used during the crime. Well, he recently filmed a rap video and uploaded it to YouTube on his own accord, mind you. And the detective took note to the music video and said, well, hang on a second here. There's a lot of details that are very similar to this murder that have not been made public. And so the fact that this guy knows so much about this murder and he put it into his song would indicate he has some sort of inside information as to how this went down. And sure enough, they arrested this guy and put him in jail because he was in fact talking about shooting this guy in fairly graphic detail with things that the public did not know. You know that California is the first state to restrict the use of rap lyrics as evidence in criminal cases? Why would you ever do that? Like, if you're dumb enough to, to rap about it, write a song about it, and then post it to YouTube to get 2,300 views? Because they're going to say that it was just art or hearsay or whatever because not everything that you say or do blah, 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 is actually happening in song. No, not always, but when it matches the evidence of a murder, especially one that where all of the information wasn't public and you're oh, rapping about it like, sorry, you're going to jail. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you guys could go back 10 years, what would you say to your past self? I think the obvious thing is buy Bitcoin. Message deleted. Ugh. Man, I don't have any perspective for these sort of things. Yeah, sure. But, you know, just give me the lottery numbers, all the winning lottery numbers for the next 10 years. You would have been 30. You would have been my age. Almost. Yeah. You would have been 34. Uh-huh. What were you doing at 34? Where was I? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Still doing the same dumb thing, just sitting around trying to make people have fun in the morning. Was there a kid yet? Uh, Ten years ago, no. Okay. No kids yet. Wow. Yeah. Wife and I had... Like, just got married? No, we were still dating at the time because we got married in 2015. 
beginning of 2015. So, yeah. I would have been 22. So, what do you mean? I wouldn't have listened to me. Nah. 10 years ago, me, I wasn't listening to anyone. Would you say that you're a better listener now? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, what I mean by that is you're so stubborn because you believe you're so adult and you're just not an adult. I, you know, I was in the throes of, you know, going through college, working all of these jobs, feeling like I was finally starting to get like whatever money that was whenever you're 22, you know, mm-hmm. even just like a couple more bucks than ramen noodle money felt like you're a king. But, oh, I wouldn't have listened to me ever. I would have been like, what do you mean? Buy a house with all these, this cash tip. <laughs> all nah, these cash tips. I'm going to waste me? it instead. Yeah, I'm going to buy shoes. Yeah, I'm going to go out of the bar. Blow half the money that I made that night. Stupid. Yeah. What do you mean? Every everyone told me whenever I was working server, like being a server or a bartender, save your money. Lol. I have nothing. That's to show like for telling it. an athlete to save their money. You know, it's like you're you don't know any different, man. You're young. You think the money's just gonna keep coming, and then it doesn't. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay. So, what would you choose if you had to pick between an in-house chef or an in-house fitness trainer? I have a feeling half of you will go with one and half of the other. I'm not going to name names, though. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Thanks. Message deleted. Mahoney would pick a chef. I would pick a chef, too. You would? Yeah, I mean, they say it's all about, you know, what you eat as far as, like, if you actually want to lose weight. Like, you can sit here and have a workout routine, but if you're not watching what you're consuming, then you, you'll still just either not lose weight or not lose weight quickly, whereas a chef can change that dramatically. And I, every meal I would look forward to with the chef I would always be dreading that this damn in-house trainer is just going to want to make me do jumping jacks <laughs> as soon as I get home. No, man, I would go trainer all you day. You would? Abs- without question. Because you need somebody to yell at you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, because, uh, I mean, with organized sports, I always had a coach. And yeah. if I go by myself, I don't ever get anything done. I have to get yelled at. I have to have accountability. And I don't, like, I enjoy food, but I'm not sitting here. I, I work out so I can eat whatever I want. And I'm not sitting here eating, like, crazy or anything but I mean like I feel like that's part of the joy like if you're if you're doing one thing that's healthy then I can have a Reese peanut butter cup for breakfast but see that's what I mean it's like having a chef like every meal would bring you joy whereas the trainer but then I would blow up I feel like what do you mean so you're just only gonna eat healthy it, not, you're gonna not only healthy, have a healthy delicious tra- oh. yes exactly so then you would need the trainer because you're eating all of these fine foods all day long. I don't know, man. Unless you're like wanting to eat quinoa. Can we be in an open relationship with our chef and our imaginary chef and trainer? Just have them like swing on over to your place and then swing back over to mine. Yeah, like like have them. Oh, yeah, we could have like a, a timeshare. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Who says I have to brush my teeth in the morning and then at night? What happens if I just skip the morning once and brush in the afternoon? I mean, don't tell me how to live my life. Also, you just need to brush once a day. Don't let those dentists lie to you. Message no, that's deleted. not true. Don't you, you come on here with that propaganda, you and your ratchet-ass breath. No, don't be showing up to work with your stinky-ass mouth. You brush your teeth at night to keep your teeth. You brush your teeth in the morning to keep your friends. Did you just make that up? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. So there are certainly some strange things that will shut down a production. You know, we were talking about Ed Sheeran just suddenly canceling that show over the weekend at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas and how people were passing out outside because they didn't make a decision until the very last moment while people were like waiting outside of the stadium to actually physically walk into it. Um, but then we also saw, you know, in a, in a very different way, uh, a cancellation, if you will, of a performance when Aaron Rodgers goes down because he blows out his Achilles in Monday Night Football. It just seems like there's a number of these things happening back to back to back that are stopping performances that a lot of people were looking forward to. And now you can add Steven Tyler and Aerosmith to that list oh, as no. well. What's so he took to social to post to all of our fans. I'm heartbroken to say I have received strict doctor's orders not to sing for the next 30 days. And you got to keep in mind, they're out on their peace out farewell tour. I sustained vocal cord damage during Saturday's show that led to subsequent bleeding. Ah. We'll need to postpone a few dates so that we can come back and give you the performance you deserve. So no. just just kind of stinks, man. You're out here. I mean, like, I don't know if you've ever seen an Aerosmith show. No, I haven't had the pleasure. They are over the top. And like Steven Tyler, I'm like, hey, man. Uh, you were getting a little up there, maybe, like, let's not have you flying over the crowd on a trapeze, just holding on by your legs sort of thing. No. <laughs> yeah, man, it's wild. Like, oh. Aerosmith shows still go all out. But 
to the point where he's like blowing out his vocal cords. I'm just trying to figure out how he is dangling from the tops of the stadiums. Like, I, like I'm sorry about his vocal cords, but thinking about Stephen Tyler and his scarf, like, is he? Do they just have like scarves tied together? That was the funniest so, like, thing. It looked like it was like flowing behind him as he was flying around. <laughs> now, granted, I don't know if they're doing that on this tour because I haven't seen this tour. This was a couple of years ago, but yeah, I was just like, what is happening, man? No wonder that you know Stephen Tyler's band has been so concerned about you know, his health and sobriety and everything, because it's one thing if like he's up there stone cold sober, just performing and something he's done a lot of times before. If he's a little loopy and he's like upside down flying around on a trapeze, like he is going to end up in row L. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, man. Uh, But yeah, just, just a bummer to see that these guys were out doing their peace out tour and now have to postpone for 30 days. I mean, I know that Aerosmith fans have kind of gotten used to like canceling and postponing of dates, mm. which is kind of a bummer. But uh, but hopefully it'll just be like the thirty days that can just put off a couple of shows and then and then get back to it. Yeah, I mean, I think that I would rather uh, them postpone a show and then me just go to that show later than see a semi mediocre. Aerosmith show. Yeah, like if you're like Steven Tyler not able to sing and it's just like backing vocals or whatever. Or whatever, you see a band who you're so pumped to see and they still go out on stage with a broken leg. Yeah. And we've seen that happen before. I mean, it's just not the same. you You rage against the machine. It's kind of hard to rage against the machine when you're sitting down. Uh, I mean, Foo Fighters too, man. Yeah, I I forgot about that. Dave Grohl out there. I mean, it's just... I get it. You still get the singing experience, but I mean, you just don't get like the real stage. It kind of makes you feel old when like your favorite rock stars have to get wheeled out to perform. <laughs> like, and here we are raging against the machine. And, and a rascal, like, rascal against the machine. <laughs> Wheeling out. Oh my God. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 